What's up, guys? Our Wrestling Podcast back at you with another episode. This is Dave Vicious along with Justin Total Package, Craig the British Bulldog, bringing you our perspective on the world of professional wrestling. No inside sources, no ties to the industry, just stories from the diehards sharing opinions with you. Today's topic, WrestleMania 29 Review. For audio fans, give us a listen on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and Google Podcast, or watch our videos on YouTube at Our Wrestling Channel. On social media, can you hook us up with a follow on Instagram or Twitter at OWP2019 or on Facebook at Our Wrestling Podcast? How are you doing, Craig? Me, me I'm, I'm good. I'm back where I belong, long, long, long. It's, uh, <laughs> coming, it's coming home, the theme song for WrestleMania 29 in New York, New Jersey. 10 years. I like yeah. that, that we're doing, we did Royal Rumble uh, from 10 years ago, Royal Rumble 2013, then we've done I, I think the, uh, Elimination I think the Chamber, 10 years. and now we're doing WrestleMania. Yeah, I think the ten years has a good ring to it. I think when we come around all these, you know, these these pay per views every year, if they're still hanging around, we could do the ten year set on these reviews and continue to do them throughout the years. I I think ten years is right the sweet spot, and we're getting to the point where the wrestling everything is everything's pretty good. We have our issues yeah. with this WrestleMania, but um, well, but you start to you recognize a, a lot of bases. Watchable. Like you could look at the talent here, and you know, there's still a lot of them are still wrestling today. Yeah, I also right. like going in in strings. Like instead of doing one offs pay per views where it's tough, and to actually, we've now done the whole road to WrestleMania for for the for twenty thirteen, which has been really yeah. cool to see Rock show up, uh, Cena rise, and the stories that built up to WrestleMania. So I kind of dig mm-hmm. doing that. Even um, so, would love to do that again. Yep, I uh, I, I think this is going to be. I think this will work for us. Let's jump right in. This was uh, April seventh of two thousand thirteen in East Rutherford, New Jersey, at MetLife Stadium. I think the stadium was relatively new um, when when they did this too. It wasn't it wasn't it wasn't it's not old now, but um, it was almost brand new. The attendance is is disputed, but uh, they're showing eighty thousand six hundred and seventy six. Our buy rate was um, it's it says it's well over a million on buy rate. I don't know if that's this is the right, final right. WrestleMania before the network. So WrestleMania 30 was the first ever WrestleMania on the network. Yeah. Um, so this is the okay. last year of pay-per-view. Our major commentators, I'm not going to talk about pre-show garbage, uh, is Michael Cole, Jerry Lawler, and John Bradshaw Layfield. forgot about JBL. Uh, Renee Young and Tony Dawson are our interviewers. Our ring announcers are Lillian Garcia, Justin Roberts, um, Howard Finkel for the Hall of Fame. So, and it should be should be pretty fun here. Um, any anything you guys want to talk about before we get into matches? This at uh, this is uh, twice in a lifetime. This is what it's best known for. So, if you're looking for if you're trying to remember what matches were here, just know that it was Rock and Cena two. That's the theme, <laughs> right? Rock Cena two. We only have one pre, uh, pre-show match. It's the Miz defeating Wade Barrett, who was our current Intercontinental Champion. He beat him by submission, and he took him out in eight minutes and fifteen seconds. But uh, since it's a pre-show match, we can't watch it. <laughs> so on the network, which it's, I wonder when that's going to change. The pre-show. I know, isn't that yeah, terrible? It, so weird. So weird. This has it locked in once again. Wade Barrett scratching and clawing, trying to make this way. Wade Barrett fucked up. We're going to lift the champion of Samaria. Here is your winner, Andrew Wade. 
but yeah. So our our first our first real match is the Shield, uh, consisting of Dean Ambrose, Roman Reigns, and Seth Rollins defeating Big Show, Randy Orton, and Sheamus by a pinfall. That six man tag took ten minutes and thirty three seconds as an opener. Craig, how you feel about it? Moxley has uh, these are my notes. Moxley is very tanned. Uh, he does not tan uh, these <laughs> days, but ten years ago, no, he was he was golden, um, and they all look like get babies. A base going, pal. <laughs> have to get a base. Um, not Seamus. Uh, I gave the yeah, never, but yeah, you can try, but it won't work. Uh, I gave this one a uh, a B. Uh, Big Show was chopping the bejesus out of people, especially Mox. He ripped off his uh, armor. I enjoyed that. Uh, five minutes in, that I was already sick and tired of WrestleMania moment. The announcers had already started on having a WrestleMania moment. But it, it, was, it was pretty good. Not, not, not the, not, I wouldn't say not even total. The The Shield undefeated. Um, and it was the Shield's debut, WrestleMania debut. All three of them. First WrestleMania. Would you say? Debut. Would you say at this point their t- tag team uh, work was not as sharp as what we? Well, I guess was, was it as sharp well, I mean, or was it? It was nice. Than we, I kind of like the ending. I, I like them going over clean. I like that that you know the Shield showed that they were more of a team, and I get that. Um, and I guess the storyline, Big Show turned on them. I don't know. Like I was just, I, I was just sort of like, eh. Like it wasn't a bad. Have Big Show ever fine, turned but... heel before? Then no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> he, he's known in his career for only being face his entire career, except right until this day. So what, that yeah, crowd, he's only he's only turned once. And he gets critiqued right. for that, saying you should have turned more times, and you should have turned wow. like one month and then another month turned again. But he never did. Like Ricky wow. Steamboat. Well, let's let's try to let's try to flush this next year. We got Mark well, Henry just, defeating Ryback by pinfall oh, and God. a. And a super dupe singles match in eight minutes super two dupe. seconds. We can have this on WrestleMania, but we can't have the IC chat title changing hands on WrestleMania. I I'm gonna chat. go to my grave saying I forget what his personal opinions are now and what he talks about on social media and stuff. But like Ryback was such a missed opportunity. Like they build him up. I'm not it's saying he I'm not saying he wasn't green. I'm saying that the crowd did start to get behind him. I mean, he obviously reminded us about Goldberg and he reminded us of the warrior kinda. Because he was a little green in there, he was a little fumbelina sometimes. I would argue <laughs> he's better than both those guys. A little, little you know, dangerous, you know, little dangerous. But uh, yeah, if you're going to go true. out of your way, put an undefeated storyline, undefeated streak storyline. First of all, you're going to remind me of people from the past. Goldberg being the most recent one, and you could hear the Goldberg chants in the crowd. Um, sure, like hmm. you're going to get that. But Ryback was actually starting to get over. He really was. I remember this time period back here going, "Is this working?" Like, and people started to get into it, and they would change yeah. me more, and his meat hook clothesline would murder people, and then the shell shock was cool to see. Yeah. And I remember going into this yeah. match live 10 years ago going, I cannot wait to see him shell shock Mark Henry. I was like, there's no way he's going to beat Mark Henry, and this is going to propel him even like further up the card. Because the month before, because we did the review, uh, Ryback got pinned for the first time in a six-man tag against the Shield. So, be faced yeah, there. so they still were hyping his singles undefeated streak coming into this. And then I thought the ending was weird. I'll just take the reins right here. And I gave it a yeah. C minus. I wanted to give it a D because if you're going <laughs> to give me two meaty men slapping their meat all over each other, <laughs> uh, which which I enjoy those matches. I do enjoy the end. If it's going to be snug, it should be good. Yeah. Yeah. And I like they were trying to tell the story that they hurt Ryback's shoulder. So the whole thing was like, you know, he's going to fucking try a couple times, not be able to do it. And then finally get him up at the end, hit him with the shell shock, get the pop and pin. 
Then he fucking they some they did this thing where he picks him up for the shell shock. Henry grabs the ropes. It causes Ryback to fall right on his goddamn head. Like right on his head. I probably really knocked himself out. And then Henry rolls him over and gets the clean pin count. And even the crowd's like, okay. Yeah. Like, they're like, what? You were telling us for months now that like this guy is supposed to be a big deal. And now he just loses clean. Yeah. I remember specifically Ryback never being the same. And then they tried to get heat back at the end by Ryback grabbing him. Gave him the shell shock after the it bell, doesn't but it make doesn't sense. matter. What, 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 is, what does giving Henry the win do anything nothing. for his Yeah, it does it nothing. Nothing. Yeah, Henry would nothing. have kept his face. Henry was a fine heel back here. Like, so Henry <clears> would have been able to... It was expected, too, on top of it. I don't see the point in it at all. I really give it a D because of the fact that it, it should have... If Ryback would have you're getting over, more and more mad as you talk yeah, about it. Yeah, yeah. And, but if Ryback <laughs> would have went over, I probably would have given it like a C, like a solid C. But it gets, it gets a D plus for me. D plus. You've got to be kidding me! And Mark Henry hanging on for Gabriel! And he goes! Oh, Ryback! Oh no! 400 pounds! Flattening Ryback! Can Henry capitalize? Ryback's out of it! Ryback's out of it! He got it! Henry! Has knocked off Ryback! Um, let's get into the next one. We've got Team Hell No, which consists of Daniel Bryant and Kane, our tag champions, actually defeating Biggie Langston and Dolph Ziggler, who are accompanied by AJ Lee. They beat them by pinfall to retain their tag team championships in six minutes and 17 seconds. I would have so preferred this that wasn't Biggie's first WrestleMania because I think he accompanied Dolph Ziggler down. No, he the year before. Yeah, the year before. I believe this was <clears throat> Biggie's WrestleMania. Oh. Debut. I'm pretty sure it was his debut match, actual match. I think. Yeah, as a match. Yeah. What did you give it, Jess? Go ahead. Well, you're on it. You know, I gave it. Um, I don't. I, don't I was kind of tossed on this one. It was like it's only six minutes. It was a raw match again, but Daniel Bryan and Kane are really fun to watch. So I gave it a C plus. Um, I kind of could have been better, but like uh, Dolph Ziggler and Big E were a funny team together. I like Big E getting in there, and they played him up real big, going up against Kane and stuff. But uh, you know, Team Hell No gets the win, and that was kind of expected. And only six minutes so it was nothing special c plus not a bad i mean not bad it's just nothing got me nothing got uh, them off their ass tito i know we talked about it last week right but do you still miss biggie as much as i do Welcome back. i do um and it was really he cool was to see back here he was and he was a monster and kane kind of let him um get Talk his shit get his shit in as they say um and That's manhandle him so it was it was cool to see kind of biggie and it was getting a reaction right away like um with his moves i gave i gave it a b minus it, it's still for a wrestlemania match and third on the card like the second match kind of let down the letdown kind of continues here like i forget how much um i loved ziggler in this and i forget how beautiful aj was and just this whole kind of trio so i just expected more out of this match but um Yeah, and Daniel Bryan was. It's I do always believe. Cool to by the way, I'm not sure why it only went six minutes. That seems short. I was going to save this for the the World Heavyweight Championship match, but I do believe the next night on Raw, 
is the infamous moment where Dolph Ziggler cashed in his briefcase and won the title and the place went ape shit. And it's one of the biggest pops in Raw history. It was the next night. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's wild. Um, let's jump into... Uh, oh, you did great. I'm sorry. Uh, Fandango <laughs> defeats Chris Jericho by pinfall in 9 minutes and 11 seconds. Just a standard singles match. Um, Chris trying to put over the young buck or what? I remember he was being upset. I, I remember people being upset that Jericho lost this match. I remember that distinctly 10 years ago. However, going back and watching this match, I, it wasn't bad. This match was pretty good. And to put, and I remember uh, Fandango's music was so over. <laughs> I remember people just it chanting was. it every single week. And like, again, you know, I felt like they were going to do really big things with him and he was going to be like a honky tonk man, kind of intercontinental level kind of heel. And, uh, they just, again, like most people, they fucking dropped the ball with them. And this was Vince's MO back here. I remember distinctly 10 years ago of me getting really started to get very annoyed with this product because we had all these great young faces like Biggie and Dolph and, and Dolph, who were, people already back here were saying that Dolph was not treated well and Dolph deserved more, even back here. I mean, you had Ryback and you had The Shield and they, they always treated The Shield well. Um, you had The Miz and Barrett in the pre-show. And I just remember like, just, God, you have all these young people. Let's push them. I, I remember reading that the ending was botched because Jericho went for the lion salt and then Fandango put his knees up, but it looked like Jericho wasn't ready for them. And he just missed but I think it, it was a counter. Yeah, I think it was a counter. And then he put him in the lion tamer or tried to do the lion tamer or walls of Jericho is what they call it here. And then Fandango rolls him up and gets a pin with a quick uh, package. Um, but I, I fuck, I'm going to say it. I gave it a B minus. I thought this match was solid. And I thought Jericho would not allow Fandango to not wrestle well on his first ever WrestleMania match. Fandango's first ever WrestleMania match. So I gave it a B minus. I thought it was fine. Hand him something to his left knee, and Fandango, Fandango trying to take advantage, he got him, he got him, oh my god, oh my god! What a WrestleMania's biggest upset! Jericho is shot, Jericho can't believe it, I can't believe it! Fandango wins his debut in WWE on the grandest stage of all! I um I gave it a C minus. I did like it, and I think I gave it a C minus is because when I was watching the match, I then kind of caught up on the the scuttlebutt behind it. Meaning, and first of all, my first note is, what if Dane Cook was a WWE superstar? That's Fandango. I don't oh, know why he looks totally like Dane Cook to me. Um, but the backstory we'll talked about that. The backstory here is Jericho wanted to wrestle Ryback at WrestleMania, and. He I was on a short remember. term. Thank you for saying that. I could not remember. I remember it was a big deal about the match itself and then the ending. I remember like people online were like pissed off. Jericho's begging to get squashed by one of these undefeateds at a big event and nobody will let him do it. It's I, I, I Jericho would have uh, Jericho would have let Ryback go over. You're, you're, you're I, I knew that there was something reason, other yeah. than the way the match ended that pissed people off. And Craig is totally right there. I, now I remember everything about like the backstage, like Jericho wanting a different match. Vince going, I don't fucking care. I think it was yeah. more of a it was more friction between Vince and Jericho at this point. Yes. Well, it, well, and by the way, it, it doesn't get any better because here we go. Here's our, here's the next match, uh, which is I think technically match number five because we had the pre-show match. Alberto Del Rio, our current uh, world heavyweight champion, defeats Jack Swagger, accompanied by Zev Coulter, by submission, by the way, in ten minutes and thirty seconds. Here's why that pisses me off. We just did an elimination chamber. Set and how did Jack Swagger get here by winning the chamber? And 
what was the point if he was just going to lose well, anyway at WrestleMania? You're right. What, to the defense of that, is... though, I don't necessarily want the chamber winner to win the title every year because then it gets predictable. However, Dave, I think it goes deeper <laughs> than that. I think that the Alberto Del Rio face run never worked. We talked about that at the Rumble. I talked about we that talked at the Rumble. That. Sure. And that, and I felt that it was just kind of like they were trying to make him like a modern-day Eddie Guerrero, and he doesn't have the humor that Eddie did. He just doesn't have the fan appeal that Eddie had. People cheered generically no. for Del Rio because he's talented. Um, yeah, but Jack Swagger is talent. Yeah, I, I know mm-hmm. that. You know, can you imagine it? But by the way, if they didn't do this silly shit with the World Heavyweight Championship, if this was their Intercontinental Title level, if they put this much effort into their Intercontinental Championship, how great this would have been. But like the second World Heavyweight Championship was lame. I never liked it. It was basically saying like, well, the WWE Championship is going to pretty much be for the big boys, and then this one's going to be what we should be doing with the secondary title, but we're not going to do it with the secondary title. We're going to put yeah, that on the totally pre-show with the IC title. But yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are Jack good Swagger, points. Jack, I, I, Jack Swagger's talented. I I like the Weed of People stuff. I really do. I like his little team eventually with Cesaro as well because he Cesaro joined. I uh, like the Zeb Coulter like thing. But Jack Swagger is not even close to a main eventer and should never even be in the same realm. As that's like the world well, that heavy. point. Why? That's another reason why. Why do you win the chamber? So he was I, the last person. That, I gave this match a C minus. I thought it was super flat for a world heavyweight championship, and it, it they got decent time. Ten minutes isn't the world, but it's better than nothing. And I just found myself in there, just going like, "Please end this!" And then like the crap on the outside with uh, the announcer and Zeb and the crutches and all that stuff. I just got ugh. And then they do this stupid thing on the outside. Del Rio just rolls back in and gets him in the armbar out of nowhere and beats him. And I'm like, "This match sucked." Like for a world heavyweight <laughs> championship match, like this match wasn't very good. Yeah. Where you at with it, Craig? I gave it a C. It just swagger wasn't ready. And it isn't we always criticize Vince about making new stars. And this was definitely a year where he was trying to make new stars. But like I think just just said it. It, it was just uh he's never well, gonna be star- that guy and he wasn't that uh, Jack Swagger was not a main make, eventer you here. You can't make new stars if you're gonna make him lose it at the WrestleMania debut. Be, be ready for more disappointment. Yeah, so far <laughs> like, number six. We're over halfway oh, through. We only have three matches left. They're the basic uh, one and of the four irritated. feature matches. Yeah. We just saw one of the four feature matches, and uh, and we're not even. This mania has not got out of second gear. No, not at all. And it doesn't get any better. The Undertaker defeats CM Punk with Paul Heyman by pinfall in a singles match in 22 minutes. And I believe this is where things really start to just fly off the handle for Punk. I think we, if I'm you know, Greg, just you just correct me if I'm wrong. I could have sworn this is one of the things where, well, even though he's not here all the time, he's gonna win. And he's like, why? I'm coming back tomorrow. He's not. And he this just lost, he just was. lost his over 400 like 434 day reign to the Rock at Royal Rumble. Yep. Uh yep. and then he so he had to lose to the Rock to make way for Cena again, who Cena is already over yeah. at this point. And then he's got to go into Mania and then he was like, "Well, I want my, my WrestleMania main event." And then he was like, "You are. You got your main event last year. You took on Jericho." He's like, "No, I was third from the top. The Rock and uh, the Rock and Cena were the main event. And now they're main event again." And he's like, "So, I want my WrestleMania main event. That's what I want." Well, you're facing the Undertaker, and he's just like, "Oh, I, I mean, I like the Undertaker, and I, I, I am appreciative, but he's like, he's not the main event. Well, it's like a main event; it's a streak match. He's like, I'm, and I'm gonna fucking lose on top of it. So he's like, 
this isn't my yeah. main event. So this is what really he would already kind of annoyed, I think, before, like he put over the rock and he was told, <laughs> if you put the rock over, we'll take care of you. And it never happened. Welcome to politics. Welcome to WWE, <laughs> pal. Like, and welcome to a Vince McMahon way after the Monday Night Wars ended to where he's like, not one person will really rule my roost anymore. It's always going to be I a team. And of I could have sworn we were all talking about this. This is at Justin's house 10 years ago. And we all said, oh, yeah, he's he, he's going to break the streak. It's going to happen. Just makes sense. Um, and he lost to the rock. He's going to get. He's going to yeah. get the shine. Yeah, he's going to get the streak. And we all thought that. And when it didn't happen, we were like, "What the hell is going on here?" And and we kept getting. I think this. We we're all mad about this WrestleMania. It just kept getting worse and worse. We're like, "What is this? What is the deal?" Um, sorry. Go go ahead. Go ahead, Jess. You're gonna agree. Uh, I give it. I gave it an A minus. I don't think it's one of uh, Undertaker's best streak matches, but it's certainly like in the top half. And it wasn't. It's one of the best. It, it, yeah. It's not. It's one of CM Punk's best matches, and he did it with a chip on his shoulder. He said later on the Colt Cabana podcast after he quit a year a year later, saying like I had a chip on my shoulder. So you want to put me out there with the Undertaker? No disrespect. He's limited as well because his body's breaking down. I'm going to go out there and put on the best streak match you've ever seen. Taker would tell you the same thing. And it was no, there was no gimmicks. There was no hell in the cell. There was nothing like that for them to fall back on. It was just the storyline of them stealing their urn with Paul, Paul Bear's ashes in it, which Undertaker blessed that storyline and said Paul Bear would have loved it. Um, whether I thought it was dumb or not is irrelevant. Everyone passed off on it. And I believe in Paul Bear's sons approved of the storyline here. So I am all for it if that's what they did. Um, Sound of disrespect. Ah! Going for the go to sleep. Undertaker fights out again. This time, Punk counters. Does he do it? He's got him up. He's got him up. Undertaker again counters. Straight. Back and forth we go. There's no buildup to it, but I give it an A plus. I loved this when I watched this today. I was completely sucked in. I had forgotten all about the buildup between uh, Paul Bear's ashes and uh, Punk dumping the urn of ashes over Undertaker and then licking his hand. Um, The whole thing was. uh, Here's another one on paper that still bothers me. Um, Triple oh. H with Shawn Michaels defeats Brock Lesnar with Paul Heyman. No, they were up after match. they were they no, were no in good spirits Brock after Punk and CM Punk, and they were kind of ready. They yeah, wanted this to be good. They were no, like Cena, did, Cena did when Brock Lesnar first came back. So Triple H has got it. They were lied for some. Damn it! I can't laugh. Don't. Yeah. Oh fuck! Forgot it. I can't laugh. Oh fuck. They were lied to. Probably the best thing I've ever heard. <laughs> they were. They were fucking lied to. They were absolutely lied to. Like, they, was Shawn Michaels? Shawn Michaels had to come out there for whatever odd reason he had. To be. Triple H. Wow. Are you kidding me? No! On the steel steps. Be, 
he had to be out there and the triple h has to be brock lesnar and basically publicly masturbate in front of everybody and then he's like it's gonna go oh, gotta no. go just as long it's gotta go like almost it, one second shorter than john cena and the rock it has to fucking guy i need 23 minutes for lesnar and i to breathe no lesnar's a monster he should beat the shit out of your retired your semi-retired ass and you have this fucking yeah. You have this match that they're trying to do hardcore matches and shit. So the guy doesn't wrestle all boring. year round either, but you get to win yeah. at WrestleMania. Stupid. God damn! I really I love Brock Lesnar so much, and and in all fairness for a WrestleMania match, this deserves a fat C minus. But yeah. in my mind, like I wanted to give this an F. As I was watching this whole thing, and I was watching it, yeah, I was watching it perfectly. It's This whole WrestleMania. This is the essence of trips gear, thinking he really gets in the is second gear and just cannot fucking on get Mount in the Rushmore. Second gear. Um, again, this last match. Uh, I, I felt probably underwhelming, and I, I can't believe I keep trying to defend CM Punk here, but I do. What's the point of taking, you know, the 400-plus days off of Punk to give it to Rock for all of, like, what, three months, four months? Just to have John Cena defeat him at WrestleMania by pinfall in 23 minutes and 59 seconds. And to have them do an actual curtain call at the end of it together. Um, it was, <laughs> I, I remember that vividly being so underwhelming and so, like, we all knew what was going to happen, but then you start seeing what they, okay, well, Punk's going to do the streak, doesn't do the streak. Punk doesn't get all, any of his uh, payback in. And you're like, what are they doing to CM Punk? And I'm not even the biggest CM Punk fan. I'm certainly not now. No, we all saw it back here. We saw Vince. We saw Vince. It was weird. Like, we had already been grown adults here for sense. a while. <laughs> we, it was noticeable when Vince started losing his creative marbles a little bit. Like, when Shut up. He was like, I don't want to push that guy. I want to push that guy. It's like, yeah, but we like that guy, though. No. I want to push that guy. And it was so obvious. It was like for a decade, Vince was fighting with us. Like he was fighting with us. Yeah. Like he was like, no, you're going to do what I tell you. And then like whenever he and was fighting, would back yeah. those plays, he would remember Troy's were talking public. Maybe, maybe y'all just need to wait a minute and watch everything play out. No, we watched it play out. Yeah. We watched Oosh. your bullshit with Lesnar in the ring. Stop it. You had 23. Yeah. We shut saw mouth. it play like, out and we're not happy about it. So. Shut up. Yeah. Shut your mouth. Yeah. Sorry, you guys are yelling. Great We're attacking Triple H. It's not even his match anymore. But you shut the fuck up, Triple H. You shut up and sit there. And we just came back. We just came back to just stomping on his on his throat yeah. there a little bit. So what yeah. You, so what you grade like you said, the main event: uh, John Cena defeats The Rock for the world title. Blah blah blah. Dave Dave makes a great point. Why the fuck would you ruin a 400 plus day run and then to indirectly take it off The Rock with Cena? That doesn't make any sense. Just have Cena beat fucking Punk in the main event, and then Punk could shut up, shut the fuck up, and have his WrestleMania main event. It would have been so much better for that to have happened, but it did. What a good point! What a good—it's so much simpler. I didn't think about that, but that is yeah. so much simpler. And we could have a triangle match too. We could have a triangle match between Brock Lesnar, The Rock, and Triple H, and Triple H still could have won, and everyone would have been happy because Rock would have lost. They anyway. would have tore the house down with that thing too. That was amazing. Rock, and Rock was losing anyway. And then, by the way, he tore his abdominal muscle. Fantasy booking's fun sometimes. Uh, the, the reason also why too this match wasn't as good as the year before, which I really liked their match the year before, <laughs> was because The Rock tore his abdominal muscle like in the first like two or three minutes of this match, legitly. So at the end spot when they they played on the year before where Cena did the whole was going to do the Cena elbow like to mock the people's elbow, uh, the Rock kipped up did a kip up and then caught him in the rock bottom and pinned him the year before. If you notice on this one, the Rock couldn't kip up. He rolled over and fucking got up regular because he <laughs> ripped his abdominal muscle earlier in the match. He the Rock was not himself and you could tell like he was winded and he was hurt and uh, so unfortunately it hurt this match. And when you have two guys that are limited anyway because of Rock size and age at this point and Cena just you know. Cena's good in there. He's a very good performer, but he's not like an amazing wrestler by any stretch. He never had been. John's got a feeling back there. He's got to know it. Nope. Oh. And again, Cena counters. AA. Cover. Cena does it. He got him. 
To your guys' point, you guys were talking about this before we started recording. You said this is like one people say this is one of the worst WrestleManias like ever. <laughs> Maybe worst modern WrestleManias. Yeah. I think it was, yeah, more 27. I think 27, 27, 9, and 11 are considered like the bottom three WrestleManias ever. Yeah, this is like the worst, the worst like modern day WrestleMania, if, you, if that makes yeah. sense. With all the it big just, fanfare. You know what, though? When you, when you think about it, right? Like, they're live performers. I have to kind of like stick up for them at this point. When you look on paper, you really wanted more out of Del Rio and, and Jack Swagger. We can we can nitpick now as fans, you know. And we're not. I think we're fair with our criticism. I don't think we're harsh, right? Like we we've stood through the best and worst of times of wrestling. Sure. But uh, sure. so that flops. The, the the first match of your four kind of doesn't. I don't want to say flop. It doesn't really deliver what you want it to at WrestleMania. Yeah, even if they yeah. Sticker and Punk steal the show. Okay, great, great. Now we're back on track. Triple H and Brock does not connect. Um, the, the crowd's reacting because you have Brock Lesnar and Triple H in there, but again, this is a weird thing for Brock Lesnar. They just didn't, they were afraid to make him dominant here. So it's like <laughs> you get Triple H, a semi retired wrestler, beating uh, Brock Lesnar for no goddamn reason. And Shawn Michaels just being allowed to wear a cowboy hat outside the ring it doesn't make any sense to me. And then you have the main event, which unfortunately the Rock gets injured, whether it was midway or early, that had to live up to the year before. Yeah. And there's no way it would have. And then so it just, yeah, so you look on paper and you're like, oh my god, the last three matches for sure have to be fucking burners. And I think, and it's still play, watchable because you know, it's a WrestleMania, it but it's like, like I just want to get the other stars on the other card. This over. was definitely one that was um, disappointing so to, to, to watch because it, it it had and so then, much potential. Then, like, I want and the, it was, the last I didn't three know matches will be, so be what everybody talks about. Bad. Those three matches we were like killer, right in a row, right in a row, right in a row, and then everyone's gonna go home happy. And it just was underwhelming. So it's but it's hit and miss, right? It just really shows the razor thin edge to get WrestleMania moments. We're spoiled, man. When a WrestleMania hits a home run. That's a rare thing. Really, it's not as common as you think. We were we were lied to. WrestleMania. Yeah, WrestleMania 29. We were lied to. For audio fans, give us a listen on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and Google Podcast, or watch our videos on YouTube at Our Wrestling Channel. On social media, can you hook us up with a follow on Instagram or Twitter at OWP2019 or on Facebook at Our Give my iStock account a follow. Uh-huh. So give my iStock account a follow if you could. <laughs> the iStock. <laughs> I thought you said iStock like like I'm stalking you. Like that no. was terrible. I, I I got it. Oh, for Dave, Craig, and Jess, this is the OWP signing off. Have a good one. Yes, do you